Recently, I just finished a GeoIP API application as a project for the JavaScript course I am teaching, and I couldn't get my buttons to stop moving when I clicked them. I quickly figured out that it was the disappearance of the browser window scroll bar that was causing the buttons to move. When there was no data rendered to the page, there was no overflow on the y-axis, so by default, there was no scroll bar. But when I clicked on the Find Me button that triggered the GetGeoIP function, which resulted in the appearance of the data on the page, the scroll bar appeared. The toggling of the appearance and disappearance of the browser window scroll bar was what caused the buttons to move. Setting the body element to body overflow y scroll took care of the moving buttons issue. Then I decided that I wanted to add the overflow y property to the div with the wrapper class, which contains the API data fetched from the free IP geolocation API I am using in my application called free geo IP because I like the idea of making it easier for my users to scroll through a smaller area, thereby making the actual height of the browser window shorter. I love using inner scroll bars, especially when rendering lists to a page in my applications. But setting the body to overflow Y scroll created a new issue. First of all, I set an inner scroll bar to my div with the wrapper class with the overflow Y property set to auto. However, I also had the overflow Y property on my body element set to scroll. This meant that initially, even though I was hiding the wrapper div and everything inside it, the scroll bar of the wrapper div was not hidden in Chrome. As a result of this situation, I had to create some extra conditions in my JavaScript based on my CSS styling in my external style sheet and the CSS in JS styling in my main.js file to make sure that my inner scroll did not initially appear where there was no data rendered to the page. The data is only rendered to the page when the Find Me button is clicked. At first, when I hid my div with the wrapper class, the scroll bar still showed up locally in Safari and Chrome. It did not show up in Firefox. In Firefox, the scroll bar, along with everything residing in the div with the wrapper class, was initially hidden. This signaled to me that I would have to do some cross-browser compatibility styling. So I looked into the issue of initially hiding the scroll bar of the div with the wrapper class when the page was supposed to be completely empty except for the Find Me button, the Refresh Me button, and the Site Footer. I found a great article on CSS tricks about styling scroll bars, which I have included in the related resources section of this podcast post. First, I did the following in my main.scss main.css files. So I added the uh, body selector and I gave it uh, a, an overflow Y property and set that to scroll. And this was so that there is always a browser window scroll bar to make sure that the find me and refresh me buttons do not move on click. Then I added the wrapper class. I gave it a height of 350 pixels and I gave it an overflow Y property of auto. As for the height, 
I set a height to the wrapper div that is shorter than the actual wrapper div height when the data is rendered to the page to ensure that there will always be overflow on the y-axis when the data renders to the page. And the overflow y property, this is to make sure that a scroll bar appears when there is overflow on the y-axis. Next, I added the scroll bar dash thumb class. And this is actually a built-in scroll bar class. And it's needed for scroll bar styling without the dash webkit pseudo class to ensure that the scroll bar thumb styling is applied to the wrapper diff. And here I added a background color property, setting it to hash 1617 for lowercase b. That's the color I'm using. Then I added an outline property, setting it to one pick solid slate gray. And then I added a border radius property, setting it to 15 picks. Next, I set the dash webkit dash scroll bar pseudo class on the wrapper class. I gave it a width property of zero picks, a background property set to transparent, and this is the default starting state of the dash webkit dash scroll bar styling when there is no data on the page. It hides the scroll bar. Next, I added the dash webkit dash scroll bar pseudo class on the show dash scroll bar class, and I gave it a width property setting it to one rem and a background property setting it to white. The show dash scroll bar class is added when the background sky blue class is added. It shows the scroll bar for the wrapper class. Next, I added the dash webkit dash scroll bar dash track dash piece pseudo class on the show dash scroll bar class. And I added a box shadow property, setting it to inset 00, zero six picks RGBA open parentheses, 000, 0.5 opacity. And the dash webkit dash scroll bar dash track dash piece is the topmost layer of the progress bar not covered by the draggable scrolling element, also known as thumb. Next, I set the dash webkit dash scroll bar dash track pseudo class on the show dash scroll bar class, and I gave it a box shadow property set to inset 00, zero six picks RGBA, open parentheses, 000, zero, zero, zero 0.5 opacity, closing parentheses. And the web dash webkit dash scroll bar dash track styling addressed the albeit small but empty space below the scroll bar progress bar. Next, I set the dash webkit dash scroll bar dash thumb pseudo class on the show dash scroll bar class, and I added the background color property with the value of hash 16174 lowercase b, added the outline property, setting it to one pix solid slate gray, and the border, border radius property, setting it to 15 picks. Next, I added the background sky blue class and I set its background to hash eight lowercase b 
lowercase d, three, lowercase f, lowercase b. And that's the color that I decided I wanted to use. And the background sky blue class is added to the div with the wrapper class in the if else statement if there is no background sky blue class present. It causes the switch from the initial default orange background color to the sky blue background color. And when the background is sky blue, the div wrapper scroll bar appears. All the above that I described now was created after figuring out which classes I needed to add with which CSS selectors in corresponding conditions and which classes I needed to remove in corresponding conditions in my JavaScript. Once I figured those logistics out, then I could create the necessary CSS styles in my external style sheet, main.scss, main.css. I used NoteSass for this project. I added the following JavaScript in my main.js file to make the div with the wrapper class and its scroll bar toggle from visible to invisible based on certain conditions, which included CSS in JS. So in my main.js, I needed to be able to query the body element and the wrapper div with a class of wrapper. So I created two variables. One was uh, const body is equal to the value of document.querySelector body element, right? Like I had mentioned before in my class, I'm going to mention here, the query selector is much more flexible than let's say the get element by ID uh, method. And uh, it can either query um, an element tag it can query a class, it can query uh, an ID, it can query by attribute. So it really is extremely, extremely flexible. And then next I declared uh, a const wrapper variable and I assigned it a value of document.querySelector and then queried it with the wrapper class. So this then was the resulting if else if else statement. The initial if statement states that if the body element does not initially have a class name of background sky blue, which it does not, add the class background sky blue to the body element and the class show dash scroll bar to the div with the class wrapper. The following else if statement states that if the body element contains the class name background sky blue, remove the background sky blue class from the body element. Then add back the initial background color of the body element that was set to the body element in main.scss, main.css. Why can this be done? Because whenever you add CSS styling via JavaScript, it overrides the values of the corresponding CSS selectors present in the external style sheet. Since I wanted this condition to result in the hiding of the div with the wrapper class and its scroll bar, I added the display property on the div with the wrapper class dynamically using the JavaScript style property and setting its value to none. However, as explained earlier, I also had to add browser compatibility styling in my CSS. Therefore, I had to remove the show dash scroll bar class. 
The final else statement is what creates a toggle between initial invisibility of the div with the wrapper class and the subsequent visibility of the div with the wrapper class. Sometimes when you want to toggle between one condition and another, if the required conditions are more complex, an if else statement won't necessarily suffice. You end up with an if, else if, else statement instead. That way, you are able to cover all your bases and create a circular condition that persists indefinitely. In this case, the else statement is saying, otherwise, just add the background sky blue class to the div with the wrapper class, set the display property on the div with the wrapper class to block, because in the else if statement, I set the display property of the div with the wrapper class to none. Lastly, I needed to add back the show-scrollbar class to the div with the wrapper class because I added back the class background sky blue to it, signaling that not only should the div with the wrapper class be visible, but the scroll bar for the div with the wrapper class should be visible as well. To view this application in action, please visit the free GeoIP application on GitHub GH Pages. To view the source code, please visit the GeoIP app repository on GitHub. I will be embedding this episode of Plugging in the Holes, along with a transcript in the form of a post on interglobalmedianetwork.com for your hearing and reading pleasure. I will be including the related resource links mentioned in the podcast, of course. Always do. Bye for now. Thank you.